Let's let's get talking. Let's get to talking. Ladies and gentlemen, my secret ingredient for the day, the one and only Mr. Jamie Hinkson. Yes, yes, yes. No stranger to the broadcast, of course. And um, no stranger to Reggae Global Radio. Welcome back, bro. I see you've been busy. You've been getting yourself into some things. Um, talk to us. Busy is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many hands you have in a word. I don't know how many hats you wear <laughs> and how many hands you have. I see you play keyboard. I listen to you, listen to you play sometimes and I wonder, it's just one person playing this. But outside of playing, you've been busy doing some other things. Talk to us. Give us a quick update with what Jamie Hinkson has been up to. Um, well... A lot of production going on. I just launched a music label called Miss Mike Music, named after this lovely lady right here, my piano teacher, greatest lady in the world. Nice. But Miss Mike Music has launched not only to release my own reggae jazz album and future projects, but also to release a bunch of new artists that I've met in my touring travels all over the world. Yeah. Um, I just released uh, my first rhythm in the beginning of, or sorry, in the middle of June with an Ethiopian artist named Lily, a new mm-hmm. artist I'm working with named Kira, who's fantastic. Yes. A German artist named Bantan, releasing yes. music in different languages. Safar Watkins from St. Mary Arakabessa. So I'm using Miss Mac as a vessel to release all the music that I wouldn't normally be able to release unless somebody reached out to, to grab music from me. Separate right, right. from that, I should be on tour with Julian Marley in Europe right now. They just did a wicked show in Germany at Summer Jam, um, missing the first two weeks of their Euro tour because I am doing Sedella Marley's Three Little Birds reggae musical in downtown Miami at the Adrian Art Center. Yes. Completely sold out show uh, for the next week or so before I join them in Europe. So. Things on top of things where I can't do two things and be in two places at one time. So happy that COVID Boy. is officially done and the work is coming back. Boy, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Because I remember when when we first met a few years ago, when you, you just wanted to play some reggae jazz and get out there just play some reggae jazz and then all of a sudden man take off <laughs> yo yeah, man. yes 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 i'm i'm so proud of 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 your movements of your growth and development you know going from jazz and blues festival where you're getting a call back to the stage but you're on the back talking up girls and not yeah. hearing the call to now having to finish up one project so you can join with the band over in Europe on another project and working on your own project, launching your label. Man, so proud of you right Gotta now. Gotta keep it going. So proud of you right now. So tell me how you got connected with these artists. Ah, uh, which artist? Julian? No, no. Um, These artists on your album release, your compilation oh, release. Oh, the artists on the label. 
on well, yes because Miss so Kiara is a so Kiara is the first track on the rhythm. She's yes. a family friend from a long time, and one day we find out that she has this wicked skill. She can sing, she can DJ. She has a bunch of great stuff coming out soon. But yes. had to definitely work with her. She has an album coming out later, uh, early next year. You mm. can hear a lot more from her. In the meantime, uh, the second artist, her name is Laylee. Yes. She's from Hawassa, Ethiopia. I just met her in November um, doing a tour with uh, Julian Marley over there. Mm. Fantastic singer. Uh, one of my favorite songs on the rhythm. Her song is called Balu Dancha Ho, which means all is well. All is well. Yes. The song talks be grateful what you have for today. Um, you know, count your blessings, those kind of things. Positive music. Even though you might not understand the language, it's a positive message and you feel it when you're listening to the music. The next artist, Yui Bantan, we met him in Ethiopia as well. He happens to live in Germany. So his mm -hmm. song is in German. It's called, forgive my pronunciation, <laughs> which means only love alone shall live something like that but yep. another positive message about how the world needs more love today like positive universal language of reggae music in different languages and even though you might not understand what they're saying the feeling is the same the last track is my bridge into farai who played bass in my caliban tendaji he's from mm -hmm. araka Bessa. He had a fun track that's really catchy called Reggae Reggae. Yes. So um, the first rhythm of many coming out with a bunch of artists from all over the world that I continue to meet as I travel the world. So as soon as I link up with Julian, mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm going to meet some European artists that are going to be on future rhythms and stuff too. So you're limiting this rhythm compilation, this, this inaugural rhythm compilation to just these five tracks? Um, every rhythm is going to have a variety of different artists. So I tailor each rhythm specifically to who I hear on the rhythm. So although I know a plethora of artists, mm -hmm. it's not everybody I want to jump on every rhythm. I'm not necessarily looking for big names to jump on my rhythm either. I'm just looking for the perfect pairings. And that is the benefit of having my own label to make those decisions on right. who's on what. Right. I'm not... I'm the work with every artist is just I get to pick and choose and put together everything perfect, produce everything down to a T just to my liking and then release it into the world. If people don't like it, uh, tough. I'm into everything that I release and the real feeling, the genuine feeling is me being able to release what I want and how I want. And if there's other people that actually love it too, that's even better to know. I, I tell you right now, I am loving it. I, I didn't send you a message or anything, but since I got it, I've been playing it. I've been rinsing it. Last week, <laughs> I went through and I played all the tracks right through. Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. I have another one coming in two weeks. You're the yeah. first to know. I haven't told anybody. <laughs> see <Yeah>. you. <laughs> yes, see you. <laughs> You know, That's but you did warn us. Uh, artists in Portuguese, it's going to be another nice rhythm. And see, you joined us when I was playing uh, Celebre Array, which is Mauricio Diaz, out of Brazil. Nice. And he has another track that 
I told people that I'd be introducing them to today. But my day got so messed up, I wasn't able to put it in. I wasn't able to download it to my files. Maybe as I go through, I can do something. Maybe I can have you talking and I go do it. I don't know. I'll work it out. <laughs> Tell, telling us a story or something. But you said you produced the tracks on this album. You yes. personally? Yeah, personally. My personal touch is on every single track. Like everything that's in the track. I had to have a personal touch in, but I have a fantastic team around me oh, of musicians. Gotcha. Great engineer. Um, I have access to the greatest resources to be able to pump this out nonstop. Yeah. On the specific yeah. track that I just released on drums, you have Dave Richards Jr., who plays drums with Julian Marley right now. Mm-hmm. You have his Mike Richards, they're born on the same day, four years oh, apart. He's coming up. Those two are the new modern day Sly and Robbie. Remember yeah, me, tell you. They, they are sick. Come. They are they're sick. Dave Richards plays bass with Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guitarist on that track, that was him. I got Sean Wedderburn um, doing the mixing and mastering for most of the tracks. Mm. Um, He's worked with Third World in a circle. He does front house for Julian as well. Just a fantastic crew that understands the sound that I'm looking for. But when it comes to these artists that are jumping on the rhythms that we created, I'm now cleaning up the artists, making sure everything is proper on the rhythm, releasing them and trying to make the music match with them, adding little elements to make everything unique and stuff. So I love doing that part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yo. Love it, loving it, loving it, loving it. The, the the mere fact that you had the vision to say, you know what, let me move away from the regulars. Let me bring some people out here that we don't get to hear them. We don't know them, some of them. Let's go ahead and reach out to these people and, and get them a platform, get them a, get them a, get them a strength. Get That's them my favorite part. Yeah, and I am loving their music. They yep. all sound good. They're they're well done. I'll say that they're 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 well mixed. Congratulations to you and the team. Yes, yes. And the 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 mere fact that the label named after your music teacher when you didn't really want to do music in the first place. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's the one that convinced me to stay. I know I think I've told you this story on previous interviews, but I was doing classical music with her. Yeah, and this whole time I'm doing classical music and I'm playing all my little, you know, the little piano piano children's books, and I'm playing piano. She used to say, "Man, you're gonna be great. I'm gonna see your name in the the, the, the headlines and." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do great things, and I'm playing like these little kitty tunes. So I'm like, what is wrong with this old Jamaican lady? She must say this to boost up all of our students. <laughs> so I kept playing. I was doing all these classical competitions, and I was beating out all these Chinese and Indian kids yeah, that were yeah. getting beat up by their parents when they didn't win a competition. Meanwhile, I didn't even care for classical music. I didn't practice. My parents are like, oh, another classical competition certificate or whatever. Congrats or whatever. I just kind of chugged through. And one day my parents made me drop 
some physical activity that I wanted to do. I was doing basketball, I was doing football, I was doing karate, I was doing yeah. music. They made me drop karate right before I got my black belt. One, yo, that was like, I mean, as a kid, like all you want to do is fight and be outside and just be yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to keep this little soft piano thing. And I was like, man, I don't want to do piano. And I went into my next piano lesson with Miss Mac. Sat down at her piano, folded my arms, and I was like, look, I don't want to do your boring piano thing anymore. And this is like, you know how respectful we're supposed to be right, growing up. Right, right, right. Like, you don't talk to any adult any kind of way. And this is the yeah. first time, like, I felt like I really gave it to this lady. And the biggest disrespect was folding my arms at the piano and saying, look, old lady, I don't like this classical music thing. And this is for the birds and ray, ray, ray. What I thought would have been beaten from somebody that could have probably beat me at any time possible and got full approval from my parents, she calmly walked over to her record player and popped in a CD called Echo of Jillies by Monty Alexander. It was Monty Alexander doing his renditions of Frank Sinatra tunes. Mm -hmm. She started playing me this stuff and kind of introduced me to jazz and it's being done by another Jamaican pianist where I'm just like, all right, I can't deny that sounds cool. So from now on, that's the type of music I want to do. No more classical music. And she started uh, having me learn guitar charts and we started doing jazz standards. She handed me over to her, her best friend, Leslie Butler, who was a well-known pianist in Jamaica. And mm. the rest was history. I started to fall in love with music on my own as a kid that was more into sports and the outside stuff. And, you know, yeah. now she's... You know, she passed back in 2009. She wasn't able to see me release my first album. My first song was named after her. You know, I have this label. I'm continuing her legacy because she was just this bright light at all times. Like, I could do no wrong in her books. Mm. Like, Miss Mack was the greatest, and I didn't even realize it as much until she wasn't gone and she wasn't that phone call away. But yeah. I feel like I still talk to her all the time. I feel like she's watching all these things. Everything that she spoke into existence when she was alive, it's happening now. So I feel like she's very, like, she's still around and very strong spirit around me. So Miss Mack will continue as long as I'm around to, to push her. Yo, listen, I know she is smiling down at you right now. Because this is one of those moments where you just have to take it with grace. Hearing, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah. You just have to take it with grace. And, you know, sometimes those that we are put under their wings see things in us that we don't see in ourselves. And because we don't have the wisdom to recognize that they're channeling us in the right path, on the right path, in the right direction, that we we just caught up in self, young and arrogant, and ignorant. <laughs> yep. And I know what that is like. I I experienced it as a child with music too. Didn't want to do the music, just like you. Didn't want to do the music thing, and it it was painful getting up on a Saturday morning when I could be watching cartoons. Having to walk from Zadie Gardens because I wasn't allowed to ride my bicycle across Washington Boulevard. Had to walk from Zadie Gardens to Hugh and Den to learn music. Mm -hmm. And then walk, go back. Ooh. 
What? Go back. Nobody know <laughs> I picked me up. What? Go back. Until I, I, I could ride my bicycle. And then I started riding. And that was the incentive to go because now I'm going to ride my bicycle across Washington Boulevard. We get to ride out. But didn't want to do the music thing either. But I moved yeah, on yeah. from there and I even went to teaching music, conducting 40 piece ensembles and choirs and awesome feeling. Yeah. Awesome feeling. And you I have. A long break from music in college. Um, went and studied industrial engineering. So I played jazz festival in 2006 when I graduated high school. I was still in high school when I played. And then I cold turkey stopped playing music for eight years. Yeah. Nobody colleagues even really knew that I played piano or how serious I was. And um, it was afterwards when I tried to get back into music on this pursuit of happiness mm -hmm. that I fell back in love with music, but really had to eat some humble pie because I wasn't this young high school kid doing this thing anymore. Right. Uh, it wasn't as easy to break into the market or be seen. I didn't have the gimmick of being young anymore and all these things. So I had to really grind and show people that i really wanted it and to this day everything that i do the label everything it's just a constant climb that never stops yeah so although every once in a while people pat me on the back saying wow you're doing great things there's so much bigger things on my list to knock out there's so much things i want to achieve that i haven't reached yet so my bar is very high that i set for myself well indeed because when you put out there on on to the world that they can expect to get something new from you every month. You know, that's a big statement. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big... That, it was what? Every month until the, rest, till the end of the year? Was that what I, I promised that I would release a, at least a new song every first Friday of the month for the rest of the year. Yeah. Maybe even further. And that's not something that happens overnight. No. This is something that you guys don't see when I'm toiling the night up for 48 hours or more, not sleeping. Music will do that to you, though. I've worked on for the past couple of years. Like it takes so much to cross the finish line. And the, the problem is I've been listening to my album for two years now. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has heard it. You guys are hearing it drip, drip as I decide to release it. Because you know what happens if I just, as soon as it's done and I release it, they want something new. For a week or two weeks and said, Boy, I love the album. When's the next one yep. dropping? Yep. Want they don't new. realize how long it takes to release that stuff. So to give myself some kind of longevity and to, you know, spread it out and give everybody its due credit, I'm releasing it on my own time. There's no rush. So although I've listened mm. to the songs, like when I released the song, I am listening to it for the first time in months. Like I haven't listened to these songs in a long time. I can't tell you what my album sounds like. I just know I liked it when I approved it right. a year ago. It's just, you have to do the mixing. You have to do the mastering. Yeah. Every right. musician has to approve it. It has to go through this. It has to go through that. How are you going to market it? When are you going to release it? You got to set these dates. Are you going to get that radio interview with DJ Kevin Stu? Like, there's so much that goes into 
the process and I'm learning to be more patient with it. And yeah. it's a lot more gratifying, a lot less stressful. And I can tell people that I have something to release every month consistently for the rest of the year. The title of this first compilation, where, where did that come from? The Don't You Love This Song? Yeah. So the, the best part is when I'm trying to think of names for these songs that have like file names. So the original file name for the song that everybody knows as Don't You Love This Song, my mm -hmm. first reggae jazz single I just dropped in early June, Mm -hmm. The original file name was 7.12.20.something. <laughs> the date. <laughs> so, when you go, you have to rename this tune now, it's just like, if you didn't name it at the time you created it, you're trying to think of, you know, what kind of feelings does the song evoke? Like, where, where am I drawing inspiration from? You're trying to figure out the proper name for this song that's going to be named this forever. Yes. So I'm singing the message over and over my head i'm playing the song over again dun, 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 dun. and i'm playing the song and i'm like man i really love this tune it's such a sweet tune i don't know what i'm gonna name it i'm gonna name it sweet something mango something like oh man but i love this song and as soon as i start singing it some more like i start saying don't you love this song dun, 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 dun. don't you love this song and i said man that'd be interesting if this song had lyrics that's exactly what I'd be saying if somebody was singing my piano melody. I'd be saying, don't you love this song? Right. it's stuck. It's like, that's the name <laughs> of the song. Because that's what I want everybody to think of and say. And funny enough, when I play the song when I'm on the road, yeah. the crowd singing to my instrumental track saying, don't you love this song? While I'm wow. playing instrumental, which is amazing. I have a song singing along with me and I'm not, there's no lyric, there's official no lyrics to it. So naturally, wow. the rhythm is you love this rhythm, and yeah. everybody has their individual name for their tracks on the rhythm. But yeah, wow, yo, things have oh, your stories get more <laughs> and more interesting every time we talk. Yeah, man, there's a story behind everything. Even this new song that I just released yesterday, Junction Road. Yeah. Um. So literally. I have a feeling when I listen to that song that it goes through all these different themes, but somehow I'm on Junction Road in St. Mary, mm -hmm. driving fast and whoever's driving, whatever jitter bus or whatever I'm in, you're on the edge about to drop off into the gully, but somehow <laughs> you keep riding down this road and everybody else around you is on the same program. Everybody else is zipping by, but nobody's falling off the cliff. So it's like you're on this wild ride on Junction Road and you're unsafe, but you're safe at the same time. And that's how I felt when I listened to my latest reggae jazz single, how it got the name Junction Road. I, I don't have that. I don't have that in my... Wait, what, what's, that was yesterday? Yesterday was the first I Friday. Just, oh. Yes, yesterday was the first Friday of the month. So you have to get Junction oh. Road. I definitely sent you an email with the link, and I'm sure to send you yeah. the download very soon. I just haven't sent that out yet. Because I'm waiting for the, yes. the rhythm to drop. Of course, now everybody listening to the interview knows that the rhythm is coming in another two weeks. So not only every first Friday, every once in a while, you get a double release in the month. And July is that month. 
That's right. All right, July is one of those months. Yes. So looking. But if you haven't listened to this. Junction Road, everybody listening, everybody I've been spamming, take a listen to Junction Road and tell me if you feel like you're on Junction Road when you're listening to the song. You, As a matter of fact, I'm extra proud of the song because it's the first recording I've ever released where I'm playing bass. As in so literal bass. The actual bass. So how that song came about, I've always loved the bass. I've always wanted to learn how to play bass. Finally got a bass a couple of years ago as a birthday gift and started jamming on bass. And I'm trying to figure out like, how am I going to teach myself how to play bass? Like, I'm not going to go into lessons. I barely have time for anything anymore. Like, I need to figure out a way to just play this bass, like pick it up and just learn it. So a bridging of mine in LA named Blake Coley, actually born on the same day as me mm. and Juju and everybody else has this whole June 4th connection with me. <laughs> he put me on my first tour with Holly Cook when I was in LA, first artist I ever played with. He's a great drummer and he sent me some drum loops like years ago. Like, hey, Jamie, listen to these drum loops. Maybe we can make some songs out of this in the future. Years down the road, I find this folder of drum loops and it was the perfect loops for me to practice playing some bass lines. So I bust out the loops, started playing some bass lines, and some bass lines were coming out of nowhere. I don't even know how to play bass, like, but some sounds are coming out, some ideas are coming out, and I'm like, yo, this is wicked, and I hit the record button. After I hit the record button, I developed those songs, put piano behind it, put organ behind it, got guitars behind it, just built the song, and three of the songs on my album coming out in September is me playing bass over those drum loop tracks. The first wow. one being Junction Road yesterday. Wow. Wow. So in wow. case everybody was like, man, what a wicked bass line, man. What a wicked bass player. Who played bass on this? Yours truly. <laughs> so no, no. It, the, the thing growing. It, we're moving from jazz pianist to reggae bassist. Yeah, well, I, hopefully, hopefully. I haven't been able to pick it up recently, but in the time, in the little span where I had that energy, I was able to pump out three bass lines. Like, they sound really muddy and sloppy, so big thanks to Sean Wedderburn for cleaning that up as much as possible. But mm. fully my ideas, and I stuck to it, no matter how sloppy it sounded, I was so proud of the bass lines. I was like, look, we're gonna, I'm going to record a song behind this. Why? Because I can. I have this label. I, I can do there anything I want to do. There you go. Like, I really care about the criticism coming. I love the stuff, and I'm proud of the stuff that I create. Yes. And when I put my stamp of approval on it, I feel like that's a very high stamp of, of, of approval because we are our worst critics. Yes. We, yes. I say, like musicians. So for True me that. to release something, you know, my friends all the time are just like, yo, just release everything. That thing that you just did in your room, like, release it. And I'm just like, no. It has to be up to a certain standard for it to be out in the world with my name on it. Like, it has to be at a certain level before I can release it. And I always know that I can go higher. Yeah. So yeah. while everybody's like, oh, release that little rinky-dink thing that you did, like, no. It has to be up to a certain standard that I hold myself accountable to. So that's what my album is coming out in September. I am so looking forward to these next few months. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yes, yes. And if people, if you don't know the name, you need to get familiar with it. It's Jamie 
Hinkson. So you tell people that they need to go listen to Junction Road. Where are they going to go listen to it? It's everywhere. If you search Jamie Hinkson, if you search Junction Road with Jamie Hinkson on Google, you will find it. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Music, if you're on Tidal, if you're on Deezer, if you're on Google Music, if you're on Pandora, if you're on TikTok, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, you can type in Jamie Hinkson Junction Road and I guarantee it will be there for your listening pleasure. Spell the Jamie for the people, please. Everywhere. Jamie, spell the Jamie for the people, please. Oh, sorry. My spelling of my name that is constantly misspelled in every article that I've been in the past couple months. J-A-I-M-E, last name H-I-N-C-K-S-O-N. Google search me. I'm there. I promise you. My music is there. Everything is there. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening from, I guarantee I have put myself in every possible place for you to find me. You can go to my website, which is jamiehinkson.com. I am accessible. You'll find me. Guaranteed. It's true. It's true. People, it's true. As a matter of fact, it is so true. If it just so happens to be that he's out on the road somewhere and a piano pops up on the side of the street, that is where you might find him. It's true. And there's documented proof of that. Yes. <laughs> I love that In story. Press train station. Yeah, I love that story. Yeah. And people can still find that on, on your social media page. Definitely. Lots of fun on my YouTube channel and my Instagram and my Facebook. You know, I try to stay as relevant as possible and continue to post videos all the while. I try to keep everybody up to date about everything I'm doing. But right now I'm an army of one. So it's mm. very difficult to edit album artwork, record music post on social media, go on tour, produce other people's music. Like I'm doing a million things at once and trying to keep everybody informed. As a matter of fact, this radio interview, I fell asleep on the couch and woke up like 15 minutes before the radio interview in a panic. Had no idea what time it was, didn't set an alarm, didn't mean to fall asleep. And I was like, oh my gosh. I sent out a quick message to everybody I could saying, hey, I'm doing a radio interview. If you want to tune in, like totally just, burnt out sometimes like, there's so much going yeah, on yeah but you know try to stay awake and keep everybody entertained as much as possible hey listen you're putting in the work you're putting in the work and for you to get to where you are now in such a short time you have there is so much work to be done when you get done yeah. and you sit back and relax Man, you're going I to wish. have a good time. It's not knowing. I wish I could it's relax. Not, no. Because there's <laughs> Me too sitting much. back and relaxing is talking to you on this interview right now. As soon as it's done, I'm on something else that I have to go produce. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you need to. relaxing is not something we can afford. <laughs> you need to stop going to get that interview because I don't do interviews. You know better. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Jamie, thank you. Thank you for, for, for waking up and remembering. We, yeah. we, 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 we didn't get Thank to do it last week. As usual. Yeah. And, you know, my platform is always available to you. I, I told you this. I, I gave you my word on this when we first spoke years ago. What was that, 2019? Mm. I'm thinking somewhere around there. It was the very first time that we had a chat. And I told I'm you. Dead. And 
have I stayed true to my word? My word. It's very true. Every time I have something going on, yep. DJ Kevin still is there for sure. Up on the music, playing my rhythm, really appreciate it. Pushing all this music. Uh, two of the artists on my rhythm, Kiara and Lady, these are their first releases they've ever released into the world, ever. Yes, so they're being the world for the first time and seeing the talent that I've seen in them, like, and it's because of people like you sharing their music all over the world. Let me tell you something. I'm loving Kiara's vibe. Well, I love the whole compilation. Let me, I, I love the whole compilation. So, for this girl who has, has, is based in West Palm Beach with roots out of Montego Bay, you know, she, she got it going on. What, what, what is she doing on a regular? Is she uh, doing live performances anywhere? Is she? Not yet, but I'm going to fill up our schedule real soon. Um, <laughs> She's had this hidden talent and, you know, this is the thing that I love about, about having this label. Kiara has so much talent and yeah. might have a lot of people that want to work with her. Same thing with Laylee, same thing with all these artists, but nobody's ever willing to hold their hand and pull them across the finish line or show them how it's done. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to take the time to do it or people are looking to exploit them. There's things about the business that I'm teaching her about that nobody's ever told her about. Contracts mm. and all these different things. All the things Learn that I've the had business. to do with, all the bad stories that I have. Yeah. I get the opportunity to do it properly with people that I actually care about. Yeah. So while they're hesitant because I could be just like everybody else they've met, I'm showing them that it's really easy to do this thing if you have somebody like me in your corner willing to go through and do this. And I'm only willing to do this for the people that I really, really care about. I see that they're serious. You think Love Galore was a good song. Wait till you hear our song on this rhythm coming out in two weeks. That's when you get a taste of Kira's extra sauce and her style. She even has this cool ballad style where she does like this Billie Eilish kind of thing. She plays piano. There's just so much more to come and so much that I want to showcase with Kiara and all these great artists that I've been meeting a lot of artists that just don't have the right music to release, don't have the resources or the budget or the money to release songs. I am taking it upon myself to do what I can to put them out into the world, hoping that somebody big will attract them. And I'm not doing it for any attention for myself. I'm just doing it because I feel like they need to be seen. If I think you're good, you yeah. are damn good because yeah. I'm a rough kid. Yeah. So if I'm willing to put out your music, I'm hoping that other people see what I see in you. And all it takes is one person. Yeah. So the same way I'm accessible all over the world and I'm on all these different platforms, all it takes is one person to see you to say, hey, come do a show over here in Dubai. Come do yeah. this uh, feature yeah. with, with, you know, this big artist, with Jay-Z. Come work with Julian Marley. Come do all this stuff. That's I tell right. people all the time my story with Julian. Julian Marley found me searching on Instagram. Found yeah. an old video I did, a cover song of his dad's video that I decided to stop doing. I didn't want to do cover videos anymore. I was tired of doing these rinky-dink cover videos. Nobody was watching my videos. The one person that watched my video, I'm working with now and I'm musical director with Julian Marley's band off of that one video. So you have to keep putting out content yes. no matter when people find it. People are going to find my music 10 years down the road and you know what they're going to do? Go back and listen to my catalog from the very beginning if they really like me. It's true. So every 
released True. today, it's still going to be relevant 10 years from now. And exactly. stuff. So I try to put out quality work. And this is what I'm trying to instill into new artists like Kira and Laylee and everybody else I plan to release through the label. Nice. I see that is, that is Miss Mac wisdom right there. Yes. You, you, grasshopper, you are now hopping. <laughs> yes. yes sir Jamie we're going to get a, get into a, into a commercial break at the top of the hour which comes up in about a minute thank you again heal up your dad for yeah. me please yes <laughs> yeah, I will. you know ever since that that one chat you know I'm a bridging for life trust me yeah, yeah that is always in tune I'm sure daddy sent out a bag of whatsapp messages I have a bunch of aunts and uncles watching from all over the place yeah so nice much love to the Hinkson family. Jamie, we'll link up. Thank you again. I'm going to bounce through Miss Mac Music for the stations that still carrying, like the Foundation Radio Network. I'm going to bounce through that very first release, Miss Mac. And then when we come I'm back from the break on, Re- on Reggae Global, we're going to go through the very first release on the label, the Miss Mac label. It's called Niceness. Don't You Love This Rhythm. Jamie, That's right. later, Bridgerin. Thank you for having me as always, DJ Kevin Stu. Same time next week. See you there. (laughs) All right.